This episode contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, Dissociation Part 3, The Old College Try. Previously, our investigators found themselves between a rock and a hard place. In bodies that weren't their own, covered in blood and with a murder victim at their feet, they come face to face with a group of Alaskan state troopers and a local sheriff. Luck was somewhat on their side, as the sheriff seemed to know the people they were possessing. He offered them a chance to explain themselves and even allowed them to be taken to the local jail to await more questions before being carted off to the state prison. Seizing his moment, Arthur pulled off a dastardly escape, murdering one of the pursuing officers and stealing his uniform and weapon. In the meantime, the rest of the group learned that it has been two weeks since their plane crashed. There were no survivors. After hearing this, something caused all of them to spontaneously combust simultaneously, killing them and sending them back to the metallic dreamscape. Once again, they were sent into new bodies after a brief stint in this chamber. These new forms seemed to be college students, and Mark, Avery, and Stanley find themselves suddenly of the opposite gender. We pick up as they begin to leave the tent in which they woke up in. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. This is part three of Dissociation. We pick up as you are all exiting this tent. You are in the middle of a ring of similar tents and appear to be college students. Behind you is a cluster of dilapidated log cabins, at the center of which is this large metallic cylinder and you can hear a uh, a low agonized moan carried across the wind. A lot of interesting stuff is happening in that direction. Might as well go check it out. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, I'm imagining this cylinder. Does it look like a like a grain silo, or does it look a lot more unnatural obelisk-esque. than that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, obelisks. Um, it looks more like an oil drum. Like a very tall, more narrower oil drum. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Mark is going to go on towards the cabins. Uh, is anyone going to come with me? I'm going with... Our Arthur is attending Mark. Um, wait, should we, would, should we find something to maybe defend ourselves in case if uh, something happens? We have books. I mean, worst that can happen is, is we die and we go back, right? Yeah, like this isn't our normal body. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll, Phineas, Phineas, with his strong, youthful body, will grab a big <laughs> stick. Yeah, I'll also grab something. 
nearby. In to case help. of danger, I will grab yeah. someone else and throw them in the way. Oh, thanks, Clark. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna, Clark. You're gonna hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Uh, hey, man. You never know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grab like a book that we have, like one of the textbooks, and then just wield that. I suppose. <gasps> book weapon part two. Book weapon. <laughs> um. I guess I'm going to follow suit and grab something with which to defend myself. You grab like a leaf. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nothing, I suppose. All right. So you all cautiously follow the stream into the town and the moans get louder. And as you get closer to the uh, cylinder, you can see that it's about six foot tall, three foot wide. In the middle of it, there are three holes. One is square, one is circular, and one is triangular. From the cabins around you, you can start picking out some new sounds, kind of like you hear like a garbled cry coming from one. You hear a voice calling out, hello. Um. Uh, uh, nobody's here. Do you guys hear that shit? Do you guys hear that? Yeah, we're not deaf. Yeah, I hear that. Um, well, who wants to go first and check it out? Nose goes. Probably someone with a weapon. Not me. Uh, mm, you know what? I feel like your confidence to not even need a weapon is all that we need to know that you are equipped for this job. I open the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to which which cabin specifically? From I think the one that where the man was talking, or whoever it was that said something. Okay. Um, are, are the rest of you guys following? Yes. Uh, with from a distance. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no for Mark. I'm gonna take a look at that uh, cylinder for the time being. I'll go with Mark. I'll go with him. Wow. Okay. Wait, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Don't worry, dude. You got this. You got this. Whoa, hang on. I wasn't expecting everyone to dip on me. No, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you, Clark. I'll go with you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, sorry. I, appreciate- I gotta go. Man. All right. Okay. So, so the three of you um, head towards the cabin where you heard the voice coming from. Uh, as you get closer, you can start making out some of the words. Um, it is a raspy female voice calling out, Can anyone hear me? I can't see anything. Hello? Help me. I'm so cold. Is anyone there? Um, Clark, what's your name again? I'm sorry. It is Arthur O'Neill. Um, I push Arthur forward. Okay. Um... <laughs> I grab. Oh, I forgot your name, sir. Uh, That's okay. You just get pushed. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, you try to. I'm. I'm a, so are you pushing me from behind? Yeah. Uh, I can't do anything. Yeah. All right. I'll just accept it. <laughs> okay. So you you said you open the door. Yep. And then proceed to get pushed. So, as the door opens, you are greeted with a sickening stench and a grisly sight. Hanging from the rafters are human internal organs. They still pulsate and move as if in use, 
and are interconnected by a spiderweb of veins and arteries. You follow the snaking lines to the center of the room where you see a young woman. Her body is splayed across the ground and her chest cavity is completely ripped open and empty so you can see the bones and muscle inside. All the veins and artery are connecting into this cavity. A long fleshy pipe connects a pair of dangling lungs to her scarred throat. She has no eyes and her ears are cut off and sewn shut. Beside her is a circular rod. Hello? Is anyone there? I would like the three of you to make a sanity roll. Oh! You're just imagining that is a bit fucked up. I mm. made the right choice. <laughs> like, whoa. Alrighty. Whew. That is an 18 under 75. No, I'm sorry, 70, uh, 71. Okay. That's a 46 under 74. Oh, boy. That is a 68 over 53. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so Phineas and Arthur, you both succeed. Yes. Um, And you only take one point of sanity. Stanley, this horrifies you, and you're going to lose four sanity. Splendid. (laughs) (laughs) What's new? But you all recoil in fear Phineas you vomit and Stanley let out a screech but what do you do uh I have no words here I kind of walk forward a bit and try to get a better look okay like what specific are you looking for just I like I'm trying to just take it all in honestly like kind of a better look like just taking it all in Yeah, so once again, like, the expertise needed to do this is beyond, like, human comprehension. None of these organs are drying out. Everything is still attached. The heart is still beating. The lungs are still breathing. The artery is still pumping. As horrifying as it is, it is expertly executed. And once again, your eyes uh, light on a round rod to her right side. Can I grab that rod? Yes, you may. You um, go up to grab it. And the um, her head starts moving. She's like, I can feel someone there. Please help me. I'm so cold. I can't see anything. I can't hear anything. Please, please help me. Uh, I'm going to look at uh, Phineas. Uh, um, well, you see, um, uh, hmm. Do I need to do what I think I need to do here? I I think it it seems like we should probably just, it looks like she's a bit far gone. Well, she's still alive. Clearly, like, she's still, apparently the organs are still working. So her, her eyes are sewn shut, right? And, and her, ears. And ears. Her eyes are are removed. But her ears are sewn shut. Correct. Um, is there anything sharp around here? Make a spot hidden roll. Okay. Um That is a Ooh, that might do it. That is a um twenty-five percent under forty. 
Okay. You find that there's a couple windows. They've been boarded up from the outside, but there are st- there are still pieces of glass left in the sill. You think that maybe you could break off a, a chunk and use that. I'm going to do that. Okay. Um. Oh, I'll probably use my stick to break the glass from a distance. All right. So you smash the glass. There is a sizable chunk available to you. All right. I, I pluck it. Okay. Uh, Mark and Avery, are you guys doing anything? You guys watch them scream and vomit and... Now you hear breaking glass. Um, I'll just say I'm more enthralled with this uh, big old metal s- uh, cylinder because uh, as an architect, I understand materials and I understand how they're made and uh, you know how they take form and what they do. And uh, this is certainly an oddity. Yeah, I'll go ahead and like focus on the two of you for the moment then. This cylinder is impeccably smooth. There are these lines that are carved into it, but there's no raised edges. It all seems to be just one solid piece of metal aside from these three holes in the center. And those were the different shaped holes, right? Yep, there was a circle, a square, and a triangle. Hmm. Hmm. Can I look in the triangle one? Sure. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Can I tell how tall it is? It appears to be six foot tall and uh, three foot in diameter. Oh, I thought this thing was like towering. No. So you look down through the triangle hole. It's, it's relatively small, only about a few inches in size, and it just seems to go deeper into the object. Okay, so nothing in there that I can see anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a peek at the... Which hole were you peeking at? The triangle one. Oh, I'm going to take a peek at the square hole. Same thing. Just very deep in there. Yep. Same thing with the circle, too? Yep. Hmm. All right, cool. But it looks like something can be inserted into it. Okay, that's where I was going in my mind. Yeah, I I figured that. um, I'm going to go to Phineas and... Arthur? I'm gonna wait here. (laughs) Okay. So, Phineas, you pick up the shard of glass. What would you like to do with it? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to cut open her ear hole. Oh, God. Okay. Hmm. What type of... Hmm. I never thought I'd hear those words. I am going to say make a medicine roll. So you don't cut yourself, and because this requires precision. Okay, uh, that's that's a one hundred, or a zero. That's just a zero. Or is that a zero? Yep. Holy shit! Is that what we're, that is what we're doing? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, we're doing zero to ninety-nine. That's, that's a good thing, Steven. Oh, oh god! Holy shit! You I had a heart attack. Now. I thought I was going to slip my wrist open. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yikes! So, it seems that this new young body seems to have some finesse to it. And you are able to grasp this incredibly sharp piece of glass and sever the sutures and cut her ear back open. Uh, She will take 
a point of damage. And she kind of cries out, Please, no more. Please. Uh, it's okay, ma'am. Uh, I'm just giving you uh, uh, a way to hear us. Can you hear me? Hello? Please, no more. Uh, hey there. It, this isn't whoever's been here before. I'm just giving you room to hear. Can you hear me? She doesn't react. Hello? No response. I, um, put my hand on her cheek. She recoils. Well, she's conscious. Um, I don't... And about this time, Mark, you step in and see this grisly sight. And I would like you to make a sanity roll, Mark. You got it. Um, shit. That was a 76 over 66. Okay. Ooh. How's it looking? Uh, you lose eight sanity. Oh my god. You scream, and that scream turns into a vomit. And I would like you make an intelligence roll for me. Oh, fuck. Uh... Okay, that's an 11. No, no. 11 exactly. Fuck. All right, lay it on me. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. You look at Phineas. Oh, no. And he's holding this piece of glass. There's a bit of blood on it. And you don't know why, but you are certain that he is the one responsible for this. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> try, I try to do one good thing in this entire th- this entire episode. The one, the one, I've never done anything else for any other person. It's all been self-interested. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing more at the fact that even like when we're getting along, I still can't get along with you. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna suck. All right, so uh, I just look at Phineas and I say, "You, what did you do? Uh, how did you do this? I, I just got some glass and I opened up her ear. Are, are you okay? <laughs> I did. I just feel and beyond intense rage and uh, lash out at him. I uh, like jump." tackle him. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> okay. Should that be a roll? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Make a fighting brawl roll. Oh god, you too. I what you do? What have I done? <laughs> uh you uh you can either fight back or make a dodge roll. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Um oh dude. <laughs> god damn it. I guess I'm going to go ahead and and, and dodge. Um, okay. So that's going to be half your dex. Okay. Oh, that's dex with my new fit body, which is mm-hmm. the same as my old weak body. <laughs> that's a. <laughs> this young body sucks. That's a 26 over 22. Okay. Uh, as for my uh, attack, it's seven. Okay. So dodging the dangling organs, you manage to tackle Phineas to the ground. 
and which is no small feat coming from a body your size. Oh yeah, because I forgot I'm a girl. <laughs> well, you're also short. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow, way to rub it in. Uh, Stanley, Arthur, what are you guys doing with this? Help me! Um, Help me! <laughs> I'm probably gonna let it happen. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so neutral. It's so great. <laughs> I'm oh. so neutral when I kill someone, but... Oh, my God! <laughs> uh, I want to make this a little more interesting. Uh, just real quick, uh, Jacob, high or low? Hi. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to start punching him in the face. All right. Okay, now I might intervene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as, after he does that, I'm going to stab him with a shard of glass. Okay, All maybe right. I won't. We're... <laughs> We are in combat. Oh, no. We're on the same team, you guys. I should have started strangling you. Stanley, are you doing anything? I will probably still... Stanley will probably still be recoiling from the image of the lady. Still just, like, holding his head in his hands. He's not focused on anything that's happening. All that's going through his mind is the fear of the macabre image that is before him. Okay. So between Mark and Phineas, I believe Mark Mark's body has the higher dexterity. Uh, what is his dex? Mine is 45. Mine is also 45. Okay. I will give the initiative to... Mark, because he is the one who acted first. Gotcha. So go ahead, Mark, and make a fighting brawl roll. Uh, you got it. And Phineas, you can counter with either a fighting brawl or a dodge. I'm gonna fighting brawl counter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, um, that's a 12 under 25. I got a 70. All right. Uh, I believe the damage is 1d3. It should be on your character sheet. Yeah, it says 1d3 plus db. Damage bonus, which you do not have. Okay. Give me one second. Let me pull this out. Uh, One. Okay. (laughs) Uh, She reels back and gives you a mean bash right on your cheek. I'll um, I'll spit (laughs) and look at him. You hit worse than I do, young kid. Young stepper. Ah, fucking bullshit. (laughs) I'm going to stab at him. Okay. Once again, fighting brawl. And Matt, you can counter with a brawl or a dodge. I got a one. I got a one. Oh, fuck. I'm not kidding you. I got a one. (laughs) Holy shit. I can screenshot this and be like, oh, fuck. Uh, It's unlikely that I'm going to beat that but I'm going to try anyways. I'm going to see if I can counter that. Uh, Yep. No, it's a 69. Nice. Nice. So Mark is reeling back to give you another one, and you find an opening and get this piece of glass right between the clavicle and the right shoulder. Because you get a one, you deal full damage. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. How much is... Do you have a damage bonus, Phineas? 
Oh yeah, I have a plus one d four. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> That's ten damage. Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh. No, I've got two health left, but fuck. Oh my god, though. You feel this sink in and this warm blood pours all over your hand, and the glass is stuck. You can't you can't pull it out without hurting yourself. Oh, you know what? That's a major wound, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. You need to make a constitution roll. Uh, righto. Okay. 19 under 32. Okay, so you don't fall unconscious. Oh, so you get to stay awake while you die. So, Mark, what do you do? It's your turn. Uh... Okay, a bunch of things at once. I'm going to, like, try to get as far away from him as possible and try to pull that glass out at the same time. Make a first aid roll. Oh, what is my first aid? It's, it's, it's the base. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Arthur, Stanley, you guys doing anything? Um, man, I just witnessed this man decimate and put glass in this other man. I feel like I'm running out of the room. I'm a girl. Okay. Either way, damage has been done. I'm running. Okay. And you do have the rod, right? I have the rod. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jacob? Mm-hmm. I, I rolled a 44 over 30. For first aid? Yeah. God, are you going to end up killing yourself? I might end up killing myself. Uh, you, you're, ha- you're having a hard time grabbing it without, like... You don't cut yourself because it's not a, like a critical fail, but you're just having a hard time grabbing it. Oh, God. Damn it, you guys. I... <laughs> I This Miss Bad tackled me, <laughs> and the DM went around saying, who wants to help him? And one by one, everyone said, I think I'm good. <laughs> I was I mean, in the room. We're, we're all in this together. Now, to be fair... I did bring this on myself. However, I will blame you, Stephen. <laughs> All right. So you failed in pulling the glass out of your clavicle. So you can push or you can spend luck. I'm going to spend luck. Okay. Because I've got plenty right now. Gotcha. So... As you're kind of picking at this, you finally get like uh, an anchor point with your fingers and manage to just barely pull this five inch long shard of glass out of your chest. Was it my chest or my shoulder? It was like your shoulder region of your chest, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to drop it and then I'm going to just hold the hole because I'm bleeding. I'm going to make my way back to the mill cylinder where Avery is. Okay. And by the time you get there, um, Arthur is there as well. Yeah, I'm just like running towards them. Uh. Just like... (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's go back into the cabin real quick with Phineas and Stanley. Oh! Oh, my... Oh, my jaw. Oh, God. I just got those teeth back. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Stanley, for that one. I, I appreciate all the help on that. I was really worried that you wouldn't you wouldn't help and do the right thing there. Uh, <laughs> y- yeah, yeah. Any any time. 
I hate you. Uh, oh my god, I hate you. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Phineas kind of stands up and rubs his cheek some more. Yeah. What should we do about, uh, the lady here? Um, I... I don't know. She can't hear us. Uh, I don't know. I'd almost feel bad to kill her. Such a pitiful thing. I mean, do you think there's anything we can actually do to help her? I'm not sure. Hmm. Do you know Morse, Morse code? Uh, <laughs> I know two letters. Which which letters? Um, O and S. <laughs> can you like? Can you like pat it out so on her cheek, <laughs> so she knows at least that we're human? Sure, I suppose. And then Stanley will hesitantly walk over and tap out S and O in Morse code. Okay. As you walk over, you can see like some of the uh, some of her intestines kind of contract and move. And uh, you go over, and as soon as you touch her, she recoils again. And you finish tapping. She just seems confused. I I don't understand. What's going on? Please, I can't hear anything. It's so cold. Uh, well, that was worth a shot. You know what to do. I'll be outside. Asshole. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, wait. Yeah, as, as I'm walking out, I'm going to say... Yeah, maybe help out the guy next time when he's getting tackled. I don't know. Maybe have a friend to help you out with this sort of shit. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna, so petty. Fuck out. Hey, look, maybe don't get your shit beaten in, asshole. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, God. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Just fuck you. <laughs> get some fresh air. God. Got bitch ass son of a bitch. Fucking little shit. Don't even know. So what are you going to do? Having realized that Phineas had just left the room, uh, I'm going to look at the body of the lady and realize that I am alone, and I'm going to make a hasty retreat out of the room. Okay. So you quickly leave, and I imagine you close the door as you go as well. That would be correct. All right. So you guys are all back at the cylinder. What would you like to do? Um, um, I'm still. Well, I Mark is still trying to like get away. Like I see Phineas coming. Right? Is he still insane? You watch Phineas's uh, form come closer, and you don't feel any anger. It seems that this irrationality has passed. Okay. Wait. So they're back around me now, right? Yes. Yes. Cool. You mind telling me what the fuck happened? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I was just, I, was, I, I saw the lady in there, and I just, I don't know what happened. I just lost myself for a moment, and I, I, uh, uh, I, just, I, I just grimace and just hold my shoulder tight. 
Yeah, so just to clarify, uh, this asshole uh, jumped on top of me and started trying to beat the shit out of me. So I stabbed him in the fucking clavicle. I just wanted to make that clear. I can see the stab. Okay. Okay. Why were you holding glass? What? Well, you see, uh, there was a, um, the head of a woman in there that was still alive because it was connected to her entrails, which were strewn about the room like a spider's web. Um. You asked. Well, that's cool. That's not any context. Um, did you do that? Yeah, actually, uh, when you turned around and looked in the woods for like three seconds, I no, I didn't fucking do that. How do you? How would I do that? I I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see what happened. I don't know how detailed you're. I I don't know what you're talking about that well. That's okay. That's okay. Probably don't don't think about it too much. Actually. Okay. Hey, look, I'm sorry. Can someone help me? I'm trying my best to stay awake right now. I have no medical. Do you want me to just do a first aid check on him? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like that do a lot more damage than good because it's a major wound, right? Well, you can at least try to bandage it up. Sure, I'll give it a whack. That is a twenty-three under thirty. Yeah, please don't whack it. Though. Okay. You had some. You have some idea of what to do. You've written enough books. You've kind of looked up like some of these procedures. Uh, you kind of tear off a bit of your sweater and you tightly wrap it around the wound enough to apply constant pressure, but she's going to need medical attention in order for her to not bleed out. You have at least stalled it. I Okay, it is stalled. <sighs> I guess uh, I have a rod. Uh, well, I'm going to look at the rod. I'm going to give them the rod. Okay. Okay, does it look like the right... Uh, it, yeah, it's just a round rod, right? Yep. Okay, does it look like the right width that would fit in the hole? It does appear to be so. Okay. Did you guys see a triangle or square thing while you were in there? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, because there's three holes, and this will fill up only one of them. Are there more cabins? Oh, yeah. Then I guess they're in each cabin, I'm assuming. Gotta go looking. Let's split up, gang. I'm kidding. Let's not do that. That's a terrible idea. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna split up. I'm just gonna take a seat for a hot minute because... Yeah, no, you stay down. <laughs> yeah. So, what were you doing with the rod, Avery? Um, well, I'm not gonna put it in just yet because I want to have all of them first. Okay. So I'm just gonna hold on to it. Gotcha. So there are at least seven different cabins, two of which noises are coming from. You hear the low moan and the garbled noise. Oh, boy. I'm going to take a noiseless cabin. Who, who wants to go to a noise a noiseless cabin first for some silence? I'll go with you. Yep. I think someone should stay and watch Mark, though. He's fine. Look at him. He's doing great. Yeah, sure. He's close to death. I mean, wouldn't it be faster for us to get all the rods? Keeping someone with him will slow us down and not get to safety faster, fast enough if this obelisk takes us to safety after we get all the rods. Okay, I'm just going to run back and forth then. 
and check on him occasionally or her occasionally. I uh, suppose I will stay with Mark. I'm going to see if maybe I could possibly tend to his wounds. Okay. So I will start with the three who are going to look for the rods, which is Avery, Arthur, and Phineas. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so where are you going first? Let's go to a quiet cabin. Let's say to the left, if there's one to the left. There are indeed. All this right. is like in the cent this cylinders in the center of the town. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, let's let's go to a quiet cabin to the left. Alright. So there's no noise coming from this first one. The door is open. And there's nothing inside. It's just completely empty. There's some like remnants of when it used to be in use, but these are like, you know, the half rotted remains of a bed, boarded up windows, like a tin can or something. Okay. Hmm. I guess we go to the next one. <laughs> the next quiet one or the next one in the order? Uh, let's go next one in the order. Okay. So the one next in the order, you can hear this low moan sounding from inside. Oh, boy. Hmm. Who wants to go first on this one? Uh, I don't have. I didn't see what was in the other one. I don't know if it would be a good idea if I go first. Uh... I went first once. Phineas went first once. It's your time to shine. <sighs> Cowards. Okay, and then I go forward. Cowards? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see how it is. So you cautiously open the door and you make eye contact with this hideously stretched out form of three faces that are stretched across the wall and conjoined at the eyes of the middle face. This flesh is so stretched out, you cannot tell age, gender, or ethnicity of any of them. You then notice that every wall in this cabin has their skin stretched over it. This fleshy wallpaper undulates and pulses as if the organs are still underneath. There are both male and female body parts that can be seen across the wall, and these fleshy, boneless fingers extend towards you from the doorframe like a kind of feeler. In front of the wall faces lies a square rod. The three of you roll sanity for me. Okay. Oh, yay. Okay. I can't. Oh my god. I'm using an online dice roller so I don't make the table clacking sound. Mm -hmm. I kid you not. I, I, I promise you. I swear to god. I rolled another one. I swear to god. I I can roll again, but I rolled a zero, a one, and a one. Almost like back to back. Oh, that's so broken. I I always use this dice roller. I, I have no idea what's going on with it today, but yeah. Roll again. I just want to see what you're going to get. Uh, a seven. <laughs> what the fuck? And that, the next one's an 81, 71, oh my God. 66, 45, okay, so 100. Okay, can do high numbers. Yeah, okay, okay. 67. So yeah, you only lose one sanity. I rolled a 71 under 73. Wow. Uh, I rolled 15 under 63. All right, you guys all lose one sanity. So this rod lies at the uh, base of the wall with the three faces stretched across it. 
and they're they're gazing at you intently, um, and their mouths move, but the only sound that escapes is this kind of agonized, raspy moan. Well, I'm gonna go quickly try to grab it. Okay. So you run in, and as you enter the door, these fleshy feelers brush past you. Oh, no. And you grab the rod, and the faces are looking at you intently. Uh, I flash it at an apologetic face, and then I run back out. Okay. And once again, the feelers accost you on your way out. Uh, no. <laughs> Not the feelers. Not the feelers. Not in the feelers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got two of them now. That was easy, wasn't it? He did great. <sighs> uh. All right. Uh, let's hop back to Mark and Stanley. Okay. I'm still holding, like, my shoulder. Uh, didn't you, Stanley, didn't you say you were going to? Yeah. No, I'm going to uh, try to tend to his wounds. I'm not very experienced, but I know some basic first aid. Okay. Um, also, uh, Mark, you do gain regain one hit point because Arthur succeeded his first aid roll. So, Stanley, if that's what you're going to do, I would like a first aid roll from you as well. Um, all right. Yeah, that uh, 91 is not going to do it. <laughs> nope. Uh, so you're just kind of like going back and forth on what to do and you try to start. You start to peel away a little bit of what Arthur put down and the bleeding starts becoming worse and you quickly try to fix what you do, but the bandages just kind of slough off of her body. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to put my hand up and just be like, stop, just stop. Okay. I'm going to need some real help to get out of this. Not a whole lot else we can do. All right, back to... The intrepid trio of Avery, Arthur, and Phineas. All right. Now, I'm fine with going to these houses that are quiet, but I got a hunch that the houses with the screams of agony are the ones where we're going to find the most success. Probably. So, I, um, beeline it for the next house with the screams of agony. Yeah, on to the next. So, coming from this cabin you can hear the sound of garbled and pained screams so who's opening the door I I guess the the pendulum swings back to me or no it, it's, it swings back to Clark no yeah cause you opened the first one and I opened the second one or you opened the third one I opened the first one dude yeah you opened the first one I opened oh, the second one or you opened the third one <sighs> yeah I'll do it you're doing great. Oh, yeah, you got the, the nothing house that you opened. Jesus. <laughs> it could have been a trembling, silent horror beneath that nothing yeah. house. Yeah, woo. Yeah, I, I open it. Okay. The light coming in from the door is the only light that illuminates this room. You hear the clank of what kind of sounds like chains uh, and another, another this strangled cry. Uh, in advance, can I close my eyes? <laughs> okay. And then something steps into view. At first, it looks like someone crawling towards you. Oh. But then the light touches it. And this looks like a human body that has been completely rearranged. 
the arms appear to have been grafted onto the groin area, with the legs protruding backwards at a weird angle, giving it an almost insect-like look. The mouth has been stretched horizontally across the entire abdomen, and the eyes look at you from where the nipples should be. The face is completely scraped away and blank, and instead, male genitalia dangle from what should be the forehead. It screams incoherently at you and backs away. Behind him in the corner sits the triangle rod. I now see what you mean by graphic. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so the two of you make a sanity roll. Oh. How's it going? That is a 33 under 73. Okay. Um, that is a zero. Oh, not a zero. That is a four under 62. Alrighty. You both only lose one again. Hey, man. Ah. Doing pretty well so far. Yeah, Matt got all the bad luck. <laughs> <sighs> the thing is, like, these guys aren't going to make it, right? As far as you know. I mean, is it, like, coming at me, or can I get, like, around it? It seems to be backed away into the corner. All right. But it is eyeing you. I'm going to, like slowly approach and grab the triangle rod. Okay. As you approach, it charges forward with a burst of speed, but then one of its legs gets caught by the chain and it falls hard on the floor. It struggles to get itself back up because it doesn't have any arms to push it back up. It's just kind of making these garbled screeches at you. Alright, I'm just gonna keep on keeping on leave him be and you grab the triangle rod and book it out of there I'm assuming oh yeah definitely booking it okay uh, oh that looks like all of them yeah that was just great thanks guys did you did you get it can I open my eyes uh, yeah I got it and then I like <laughs> never mind I'm not gonna do that. Oh, anymore. I was gonna say you should totally keep the door open while he opens his eyes. Eh, nah, I'm not gonna do that to him. He's already a dick. I don't want to make him more bitter. <laughs> okay, let's go back then. Ugh. So you all reconvene at the metal cylinder. Arthur, you notice that the bandages you placed on Mark have sloughed off, and the bleeding has picked up. All right. I guess we should put the rods in quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'll hand I'll hand us the circle one off to uh, Phineas. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll put a rod in. So you slide the circular rod into the hole. Uh, these rods are about like two feet, by the way. And you push it all the way. There's a click. And you, you guys have seen those videos of like metal that's cut so precisely that it, you can't see any seams. Oh, that's so mm -hmm. satisfying. As soon as you click it, the seam closes and you can't see where it used to be. Hmm. Okay. okay. I'm gonna do the same. Okay, you slide yours in. Same thing happens. It clicks and closes. Um, and then, Arthur, you put yours in. There's a click. A brief moment. And then it detonates. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck At least we died graciously Everything goes black And once again you waken In the cold Metal dark 
cylindrical room. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go look back over at uh, Mark, see how he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm feeling my uh, my shoulder. Is it? The wound's gone. All right, cool. Fucking do it. Okay. So, what what happened? Did get you guys put the you guys put the rods in right? Yeah, it blew up. And as soon as you guys say that, you can all hear something. In a voice comprised of all of yours mixed together, you hear something say, Why did you insert the rods when you did not know its function? Ah. Uh, hello? <laughs> Can we tell where the voice is coming from? It seems to be omnipresent. Hmm. Well, I guess we had to get to the bottom of things. How far down does this rabbit hole go? Why are we here? Who the hell are you? Maybe solving the puzzle would answer that riddle. Fascinating. Is this some sick study that you're doing? There's no response. Fucking answer me. <laughs> I just yell, where are we? Who are you? And as soon as you say that, you feel that headache again. Uh, make a power roll, everyone. No, we're have another character. <laughs> Uh, can I try to resist this at all? I mean, this isn't something you're, like, resisting. Oh. Um, I got a 91 over 75. <laughs> okay. I got a 43 under 75. Okay. I got a 64 under 80. All right. I got a 25 under 70. Mm-hmm. I got exactly 70, and that's what I needed. All right. Once again, everyone but... Phineas, this time, you see again those three dots in an equilateral triangle with the dot in the middle. And you, like last time, all regain consciousness almost simultaneously. You are all standing in a circle in a clearing in the woods as the sun is setting. The group is comprised of two Latino men. One is relatively short with a very square face and spiked up hair. The other is very tall and looks a little more neat and put together. Um, There is a Caucasian woman. She has long, dirty blonde hair with also kind of a bit of a square jawline. There is an African-American man who's also rather tall and athletic build. He's got a bit of a thin beard going. And lastly, there is an Indian woman. She's about average height. Her hair is pulled up into a a ponytail, and she has uh, very noticeable dimples. You're all decked out in survival gear with heavy backpacks, water bottles, compasses, and the like. And each of you are holding a hunting rifle, two knives strapped at your waist, and what looks like a flare gun. Hmm. Oh, you son of a bitch. Are you going to make us fight each other? Uh, for simplicity's sake, I just say, I'm Mark. Okay. And the one who says that is the tall Latino man. Uh, I'm, I'm Phineas. Says the Indian woman. Uh, Avery. Says the shorter Latino man. Hello. Says the white woman. That was <laughs> I very helpful. Beautiful. 
Yeah, we're all, we're all saying our names, and we're all saying our names, and you're just wow. I'm, I'm hello. Good. <laughs> you know, I could have done worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. Hello, I'm Stanley. Says the African American man. Okay. Real quick, did anyone else see like that weird triangle of dots? Uh, no. Uh, I, I've seen it every time. So we're all like out in the woods? Yep. Alrighty. We're going hunting. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Uh, what do we want to do here? Well, hold on. No one answered my question. I don't think I did. You did. Then I did. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it every time that we've gone into new bodies, I guess. Has it shown up anywhere else? Not that I've seen. Was it not in the cabin? Or... No. It was on the things in our neck. By the way, we still have neck flaps, right? Yep. Sure enough, you go to feel, and there's that flap of skin. Hmm. Maybe it's like a... Like a brand. Like of of, uh, whoever they are. Whoever's doing this to us. As you guys are discussing this, you hear a thud. And across from you, on top of a hill, is this ovoid metallic shape. It too has the four dot pattern that you have come to recognize. These things are fucking messing with us. What the? Is it just like floating there? No, it's on the ground. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go touch it. One of you guys? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We die? Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yes. Uh, no repercussions. I'll, I'll go. I'll go touch it. Okay. You get within like 10 feet of this container when there is a bit of a crack and a seam splits open down the middle. The entire ovoid shape splits open and out pours this amorphous black pudding like mass. And that is where our session will come to a close tonight. Sincerely thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for the finale of Dissociation, Dysphoria. Follow us on social media. We are Tales from the Orn Library official on Facebook, and at Orn Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, you can visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com, where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open.